TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue. So what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Listening to Inside New Orleans, I'm your host Eric Asher. Got a little feedback, uh, Rudy. If you could fix that for me. 
106.1 FM Nash Icon, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Nash FM 106.1 is how you can reach us. Got so many people that are scattered out all over the country right now. Uh, again, trying to get away from Hurricane Ida. And now trying to get back to their homes to try to get back and clean out those refrigerators and uh, freezers and also to be able to make sure that they can take care of any damage that uh, came in the aftermath of, again, a horrible storm. Uh, that created havoc for uh, those of us that live in South Louisiana on the 16th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. So happy to be back. This is not a best of. This is not a pre-recorded show. This is live and direct to you uh, as uh, uh, we are uh, going to take a look at uh, what has transpired over the last week or so, not just on the sports side, but also on what's happening here in the city uh, and across South Louisiana uh, as, again, we are devastated once again by another hurricane. Uh, you can always download our podcast, again, especially if you're outside of the uh, listening area. Uh, on uh, Anchor is our home base, but on all the major podcasting platforms, uh, a lot of folks have been checking in on the podcast to see if I was going to put a podcast out one way or the other. Just really honestly, uh, again, uh, heartbroken by everything that has happened for, uh, to our city, um, happened to our, our community, the, the people that live in our city uh, and, and across South Louisiana. Uh, didn't really have the energy to be able to do it. Uh, so, again, we, we're back on the airwaves. Unfortunately, uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports will not be seen until hopefully next week. Still having issues with power at the WLE-TV studios. Uh, so, again, that will not transpire our the beginning of our ninth season, uh, which will be the next show uh, over, over at WLE-TV and also Pelican Sports Television. So uh, we'll keep you up to date on that as we go forward once we find out about uh, whether WLE gets power or not. But we're shooting for next Thursday. Originally we had shot for uh, today on radio, Thursday on TV. Uh, that just didn't happen. Look, I want to thank everybody over at uh, at 106.1 for the tireless work to be able to get the station back up and running. Uh, this is not easy. Uh, we've been through this through multiple storms, including Hurricane Katrina. Uh, and, uh, again, a lot of work went into being able to make sure that the stations are up and running, and we appreciate every single person behind the scenes. Rudy Dixon, who, again, has been without power uh, down in, in New Orleans, uh, uh, my producer, uh, again, uh, making uh, keeping up on, on what's going on and, of course, making his way down to the studio today, despite the fact that there's still a uh, uh, a uh, curfew in, in, in Jefferson and Arlene, so we appreciate him. And uh, we'll do the full block for you today, two hours for myself, and then Jude Young will come in. Uh, with his all-access show uh, at 6 p.m. So, again, those that are out of town, stay tuned. Those that are that are in town and, again, maybe on, on, on a radio or listening over the Internet, if you have Internet, i uh, got a lot to talk about over the next two hours, really over the next few days, in, in which, again, we try to decipher uh, what has happened uh, here in New Orleans, why we are in the situation we're in, uh, in the aftermath of Ida, uh, some 16 years after Katrina really, again, rang the bell on all of us on, on the infrastructure that was crumbling here in the city and really across the southeast Louisiana. Uh, one thing we can say for sure is, and, and this was the biggest test when it came to uh, the levy system, and uh, it passed, okay? The money that was poured into the, the billions of dollars that was poured into the levy system that created a wall around New Orleans and, and, and of course, the surrounding parishes, uh, it worked. And uh, that was something that a lot of people were, were in fear of, if we would see another Category 4 or 5 storm. Uh, but again, the Corps of Engineers, look, they blew it the first time around, right? I mean, I, I lost everything. You lost everything. A lot of us lost everything that, again, uh, that we worked for in our entire lives, me memories, things that can never be replaced, lives that were lost that can never be replaced. Uh, but, and then again, there's been a lot of mistrust with the Corps of Engineers since then. 
I mean, throughout my lifetime leading up to, to Katrina, I don't think anybody mistrusted the Corps of Engineers. Uh, they were thought to be top-notch. And, of course, we found out we did not have a true levy system, but we had a piecemeal levy of levies uh, that, that were old, outdated, antiquated, and, and quite frankly not up to the task. Uh, when the floodwaters came in and created the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, a.k.a. Hurricane Katrina, again, the federal government acted, and they acted quickly. Uh, to, to be able to, again, make sure that that would never happen uh, to South Louisiana, especially, again, the New Orleans metropolitan area again. And it worked. There are some areas that, again, that are still unprotected. We've seen it in the river parishes. We've seen it on parts of the North Shore. Uh, and, of course, now, again, our friends down on the bayou, again, continually getting crushed each and every time uh, there's a storm. we got to do better. And we have to do better when it comes to power. I saw something in, in, in the Times-Picayune uh, advocate the other day talking about is this, is this, is this going to be the motivation of the federal government to go in and harden uh, the electrical system, especially here in South Louisiana and across the Gulf Coast? Well, hopefully it is. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be. Again, when you start dealing with the difference between uh, what, happened with the electric, what happened with the electrical grid, which continues to be happening since Katrina, and what happened in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, a.k.a. Hurricane Katrina, and the failure of the federal levy system, is, again, the federal government controlled the federal levy system. They had to get in there and do that. Now, again, is the federal government willing to be able to spend the money that's necessary to be able to harden the grid? Because it's not just hardening the grid here in New Orleans. It's not just hardening the grid in South Louisiana. It's not just hardening the grid across the Gulf Coast. It's hardening the grid and, again, modernizing the grid across the United States of America. And up to this point, we have not had uh, the inclination nor the motivation to be able to get that done. And we've seen, again, we are dealing with it now and experiencing it now once again. After we did with Zeta, with that little small storm that came through last year and knocked us out of power for days and days, the difference is it was in October. We're in the dog days of summer right now, August into September. And people, again, dealing with, again, 100-degree heat in, the, in their house, uh, again, 100% humidity, uh, just unlivable conditions, third-world conditions uh, because of the lack of power, because we rely on power so much now in today's world. Even on the way we build our properties is different than we did years and years ago before we had the luxury of air conditioning. So things have changed, but we have not kept up with it. And uh, especially when it comes to, and when I'm going to talk about energy in a few minutes, especially when it comes to energy, and, and, and what they've done here in Louisiana, or lack of what they've done in Louisiana to harden the system. But this has to be something that has to be coming again from the White House and the Congress. And this has to be a, a situation when you talk about the electrical grid that, not just here in South Louisiana, when we're dealing with the aftermath of, again, a, 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 a uh, old and aging and, uh, quite frankly, broken uh, electrical grid. But it's across the nation. It's in every corner of, of, of our country that we're dealing with this now. Uh, and it just it's when the next shoe is going to fall, unfortunately. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Uh, we'll talk a bit. We're going to, throughout the program today, we're going to talk about LSU. So, again, uh, i got to tell you right now, it was absolute embarrassment uh, out in Pasadena. And Ed, Ed Ogeron, as expected, if they, if they laid an egg uh, this year, is on the hottest of hot seats. It's no hotter than it is right now for Ed Ogeron, and it can only get hotter down the line. Kudos to the Tulane Green Wave, who played their hearts out and you've got to give a tremendous amount of credit to Willie Fritz and, and the, uh, the, the players in that program for what they did and how they went up to, to Norman, Oklahoma, and they gave Oklahoma all they could handle, the second-ranked team in the nation, and, uh, and not just made it a game. They were threatening at the end to win. So proud of, again, the effort that Tulane made. And, of course, the, the, the New Orleans Saints, who, again, uh, i got to give it to them. You know, again, savvy front office. You know it. You see it. We've read about it with Jeff Duncan's article last week. 
talking about, again, why they chose Jacksonville. Again, the humidity, the temperature, again, which, again, rivals here in New Orleans. Uh, the team has been practicing uh, in, in the dog days of New Orleans summer. And uh, you would think that would harden them, uh, their bodies getting ready for the upcoming regular season, especially when you get into a situation where you've got to play in a, in a very, very hot conditions. Um, and, and, of course, not having the ability to, for, for Green Bay Packer fans to take advantage of the Saints losing this home game, which is horrible for the Saints. I've got to tell you right now, if the Saints ever needed the, the again, Saints fans, the Houdat Nation to come through for them in that stadium, it's this weekend. Uh, against, a, again, a, an opponent that's expected to be, again, a Super Bowl contender this year in the Green Bay Packers. They lose that advantage. Once again, almost like the pandemic, they lose that advantage. But now, again, uh, again the, uh, the individuals that work uh, at the Saints using everything they can in terms of analytics to try to figure out what's the hardest place for Green Bay Packers fans to fly into. And it was Jacksonville, Florida. And they chose that venue because they had to have an NFL stadium to be able to play in. So, uh, again, kudos to them uh, for doing that. Uh, Saints made 15 moves on Monday uh, to be able to shuffle that roster around, uh, as expected. Again, uh, trying to find, again, the best 53 uh, to take in the battle against Green Bay on on Sunday uh, in the season opener on Fox. It's part of their, again, Fox game, uh, 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 America's game. So we'll, we'll talk about that as we go forward on, on the program. Plus, again, i got to tell you, I'm not letting go what, what, what happened with energy, nor what's happened to the elderly, and also govern the failures of government in, in the aftermath or before Ida and the aftermath of Ida. You know, again, so many people are, are, are stuck on highways and interstates. Uh, again, when, why, why was contraflow not put in? Why, why, was, why were people allowed to be able to have 13 and 14 and 15-hour trips trying to go east and west? Uh, again, when, when, when everybody knew at that point, people were trying to get out. And then again, the, the, uh, once again, the elderly, those with special needs, not having the opportunity to be able to, again, have the help that they need, whether it is getting them out of their homes or, again, nursing homes uh, before the storm passed and then after the storm, taking seven days to start again do doing door-to-door checks on, on the elderly in, 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 our, in our community. Unacceptable, ladies and gentlemen. Unacceptable for a for city and a state that has gone through the Katrina and knows the aftermath of Katrina and, uh, again, changed the rules and regulations to make sure those things would never happen again. How can you, again, stockpile the elderly in a warehouse, in a warehouse after the storm, in the conditions that they were in? No, very, very frustrating and very, very sad because we've been through this before. We said it would never happen again, and yes, yet it did. So a lot of things that went wrong, a lot of things that went wrong uh, when you start talking about uh, the aftermath of Ida. Things that, again, that lessons that should have been learned previously, uh, but obviously were not. It's, it, it is a frustrating time right now uh, in South Louisiana uh, because of what has happened. Uh, in the aftermath of Ida, and again, how government and also, again, private entities like Energy responded to, again, uh, another big-time hurricane coming to our shores. All right, going to take a quick break. We come back. Um, we'll, uh, we'll talk more about what happened in the aftermath of the storm. Before the storm, we'll get into some more Saints. Uh, we'll also talk about the, the Tigers and Tulane, all that happening on the program today. My name is Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, we'll be right back. Marty McFly Mornings, the best country for the North Shore all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Angie. Angie's list is now Angie, and it's easier than ever to care for your home. Use Angie to connect with top home service pros, see upfront pricing on hundreds of projects, and instantly book what you need done. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Delays remain steady if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And also be mindful of delays that are steady along 10 eastbound from the I-55 ramp to just before Williams Boulevard. And also look out for delays that are steady on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhardt wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhardt will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Look, I know everybody's in it already, right? I mean, you, if you don't have one, you're getting one, you're going to save for one, you're going to pay it over time, whatever it takes. Uh, generators have become a, a prerequisite now uh, for anyone living in South Louisiana. 
You cannot trust the electrical grid that energy is putting out. Uh, if you're looking for a generator, Burkhardt has a generator for you. They'll do a single-day install for you. They'll do it correctly. Again, they again a lot of people having problems with generators, whether it's standby generators or again they're the the uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 other generators that they're using around their home as well. Uh, at Burkhart, it's about attention to detail. It's about following all the rules and regulations that are out there when it install when they install a generator. Don't forget again when it comes to generator sales and service, they're the experts. They have 24/7 emergency service. If your generator's down right now, give them a call. Also, single-day installs. Uh, you uh, you uh, get, get a generator from Burkhart. You'll come to an agreement on how much generator you need for your home. And uh, then they'll be out there and put you on the counter and be out there and do a single-day install for you. A new install quality check after one month. For generator sales and services, Burkhart Air Conditioning and E. And don't buy, forget, finance that over time. You may not be able to afford that generator all up front, but maybe you can finance that again on, on a monthly payment. That'll get that generator in your home ready for when the power goes out again. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, breaking news, uh, the New Orleans Saints have released, released Latavius Murray. Uh, the big back um, has uh, looked a little bit slow, a little bit old in, um, in, in training camp, and uh, he was released because he not, would not accept a pay cut. Now, uh, Latavius Murray was expected to... Um, uh, to make, uh, let me find it again. Latavius Murray is expected to make um, was accounting 4.187 million against the cap. Uh, the dead money hit now is going to be 1.85 million. He will find another place to be able to play. But the question for the Saints now is, who is the big back? Who's that big bruising physical back now uh, for the New Orleans Saints? Tony Scott obviously made the team. I don't consider him a big back. Uh, you, you look uh, down the line. Uh, at the running back position, obviously Kamara's going to take the, the, the lion's share of the carries, uh, as well as, again, catching the ball at the backfield. Uh, Dwayne Washington is a nice back, but he's not the physical back that Murray is. And, of course, they let Freeman go. He, he was with the uh, Baltimore Ravens trying out yesterday. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. But Murray is out with the New Orleans Saints. And uh, uh, that puts a tremendous, much more pressure on Alvin Kamara this weekend against Green Bay uh, in Jacksonville. All right. As I said before, look, first of all, it, it's great to be back on the airwaves. Look, unlike Katrina, when I was off the air for four months, this time it was only seven days, and for that I'm very thankful. Uh, I'm thankful for, again, the, the, the region that's being slowly re-energized. Um, I'm thankful for, again, so many religious groups and so many nonprofits that, again, have made their way to New Orleans uh, to be able to feed people, to make sure people have water. I mean, it seems like every single night, every single day, that again, whether and also the restaurants in this town. Are you kidding me? Restaurants in this town, all they're doing is cooking for free for people. It's been an amazing sight. Uh, but, again, it's who we are as, as New Orleanians. And it's not just here. It's across the board, okay, if we're from, from, uh, from one end, end, end of the region to the other. Uh, again, those that are, that are coming into the region to give back and those that live here that are giving back as well. And I'm so thankful for that and glad to see it. I will tell you what I'm pissed off about. I'm pissed off about energy. And, and I'm pissed off about city and state government and, and the regulators, okay, uh, at, at, the, at the Public Service Commission and, and, and the New Orleans City Council. Look, it's their responsibility to regulate and, and hold energy accountable for the catastrophic failure of the grid. Energy is a second-class utility. Okay, and we accept second-class service, but yet we're playing, paying premium prices. It's been an issue for a long, long time, ladies and gentlemen, a long, long time. When you do the deep dive into what has happened, and it's amazing to me, 
because I lived this for so many years doing a recovery show uh, after Katrina and then again morphing this show into politics and eventually again back to sports, in which, which, it, which, it was, uh, which it started out to be at its inception. And I kept track of so many things that were going on after Katrina. But again, over time, you lose track. One of the things that really stuck out to me as I did was doing the research, uh, getting preparing to go get back on the airwaves, uh, as, again, people were living without electricity in New Orleans, is energy had 14 transmission lines when, when Katrina hit, okay? We lost 13 of those 14 transmission lines after Gustav in 2008. By the time Laura hit, we were down to eight. When Ida hit, we lost all eight. Now, we have paid billions of dollars in storm restoration charges since Katrina hit in 2005, and yet energy has failed to repair the six damaged transmission lines since Gustav. Now, energy's reason, it's too expensive. Are you kidding me? Now, again, seriously, are you kidding me? So we had 14 lines with redundancy, transmission lines coming into the city and into the region. So if, again, one or two went out, they could switch it over and continue to be able to have the, 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 the city and the region power uh, energized. We continue to have power. But yet, slowly but surely, since 2005, since Katrina has hit, even into Gustav in 2008, we've seen it systematically as these transmission lines go down, energy does not repair them. Energy does not repair them. The redundancy is what keeps the power on after a hurricane, and that is too expensive. That's too expensive. Now, energy cannot be trusted, and they've proven this over time. Okay, They use actors to astroturf the New Orleans City Council to be able to, again, get approval of the new power plant at New Orleans East. We're finding out now they absolutely lied to the, to the New Orleans City Council and the people of New Orleans uh, about the capabilities of the power plant, saying it could be utilized to keep the power on uh, in the city if transmission, transmission lines failed and could start up without the grid. They lied. It doesn't have that capacity. It's $210 million that, again, the people of New Orleans East did not want, okay? But, but again, you're paying for that on your bill every single month, and it isn't what taxpayers in New Orleans were told they were buying. I mean, that's amazing to me. That power plant should have been kicking off with, with, again, not even having the grid to be able to help it and, again, get the power back on at least in New Orleans and then maybe, again, eventually to other parts of the metropolitan area. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen because, again, energy lied to the people of New Orleans and the New Orleans City Council on the capabilities of the power plant. We're a major American city, and we're in the dark because energy is not fulfilling their obligation to their customers. Look, I've been screaming about hardening the system since Katrina 16 years ago. 16 years later on the anniversary of Katrina, Katrina, Ida once again comes in and exposes the shoddy utility company that energy is. Who is holding energy accountable? Well, apparently no one. The Public Service Commission regulates Energy Louisiana for the entire state. The New Orleans City Council regulates Energy New Orleans for the citizens of New Orleans. The state is responsible to go out and inspect transmission towers, to make sure those transmission towers are strong before we get into hurricane season so they can withstand hurricane uh, force winds. Let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. There is no way that that transmission tower falls into the river if ultimately the inspection would have been done correctly. There's no way that that transmission tower could have passed inspection in any other state. That rusted tower 
well, who Energy CEO Philip May called, okay, one of the most robust towers in the system that stood tall after Katrina. That rusted piece of junk, okay, he called a one of the most robust towers in the system that stood tall in Katrina. Katrina? You mean 16 years ago? That tower was a disgrace and is a disgrace. The, the Jefferson Parish uh, uh, deputy that watched this thing crumble under the winds of Ida, and then when we go back and look at it and see the rust that was involved in that particular um, uh, tower, there is no way that tower should have passed inspection. That's on the state of Louisiana. That's on the state of Louisiana. But then again, more subterfuge from, from energy, who, again, leads the league in subterfuge, by, by the way. Using actors to get the power plant passed in New Orleans East, doesn't deliver on the capabilities of the plant, takes billions of dollars in storm and restoration charges, and doesn't put the six damaged transmission lines back into service since 2008 with Gustav. Folks, I've got to tell you, I am so pissed off. Okay, this is money that we pay every single month on our bill, storm restoration charges. Energy doesn't pick it up. We do. We have to pick up the pieces of, again, a broken, old, and antiquated energy system because they're not willing to be able to take the money that they make in profits and put it back into the system like you and I have to put in our own businesses, like you and I have to put into our own homes. Okay, we have no choice. You're not going to let your home fall down around you. You're not going to let your business, again, fall down around you. You have to put, even if it's, it, it means taking less profits or making no profit at all, you've got to do what you've got to do to be able to keep the thing up and running. It, it's amazing, okay? As I mentioned before, with, with the situation with energy, with the situation with, again, the, public, with, with, again, uh, the inspection services uh, in the state of Louisiana passing that transmission line, the transmi- the, the, that, that transmission pole, pardon me, that, uh, then, then, of course, the transmission lines that, that were never put back in the service uh, since, since Gustav, since Gustav. But they're not alone in this debacle. The Public Service Commission and New Orleans City Council have not done their jobs. They're not making sure that energy continues to modernize the system and repair the damages that, that happened in previous hurricanes. Yeah, the state's at fault for giving a passing grade for rusted towers that crumbled in Ida. Over 31,000 wooden poles down, but yet energy continues to use wooden poles. You know, it's, it's funny. I read something about, I got six months ago. They were talking about these, uh, uh, the, 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 wind, the blades, the fan blades uh, that, that, that they have to uh, uh, sunset when it comes to uh, uh, wind power. And those things last about 10 years or so, and then they have to take them down. But they're sitting in some, uh, some graveyard uh, up, up in like Idaho because, again, they're so resilient and so strong, they don't know what to do with them. They can't melt them down. It's not environment, environmentally uh, uh, conscious to do it. And I'm thinking to myself, if those things are as strong as they are, why are we not making power poles out of those? Okay, why are we not taking those things when, when, they, when, when, when they're no longer necessary to be used uh, for, or can no longer be used as a wind turbine, the blades for that, why are we not turning those into power poles? Because obviously you, they're having a tough time even, even again getting rid of those things that they last so long. But I digress. Energy continues to use wooden poles despite every single hurricane we see uh, and tropical storm we see these poles go down. For the longest time, we had a problem with, again, the lack of tree trimming and, and the lack of, again, going in and, do, and, and, and doing the preventive maintenance that would, again, get us through the storms. Instead, we have to pay the, the, these enormous uh, surcharges uh, in storm restoration fees 
to be able to, again, help energy, again, rebuild their system. Unbelievable. It's the definition of insanity, ladies and gentlemen. In California, of all places, California Power and Gas right now is spending 15 to $30 million burying power lines because of forest fires. I've been shouting about burying power lines since Katrina hit in 2005. But yet, there's been no move on the part of, of energy to do that. Okay? In 2019, ladies and gentlemen, okay, Energy Louisiana, this was a down year, by the way, okay? Um, they reported a record profit of $1.4 billion. Actually, I'm sorry, that was 2020. That was during the pandemic. So during the pandemic, with, again, usage down because of major, major uh, uh, corporations no longer in, uh, in their offices, uh, not, not seeing, again, uh, people out uh, and using the energy like they did previously, their profits were up 11%, $1.4 billion. Most of us lost money in the pandemic. Energy's profits go up 11%. City Council Member Helena Moreno is suggesting that, that the city use their $30 million in storm emergency funds to pay for the storm restoration charges that are ratepayers this time around. How about an audit of energy on how they spent the storm restoration funds that they've been getting since Katrina? Okay, how they spent that money? Have they spent the storm restoration charges on, on again, hardening the system? Or is it just the same redundancy over and over again of putting back the wooden poles and, and wishing for a different result? When you look at this right now, it's the Public Service Commission and the New Orleans City Council that, that again, approved, approved rate payers that, that are, 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 are getting these storm restoration charges and putting rate payers on the hook for it. Energy gets to replace its aging, crumbling infrastructure on the back of rate payers while not modernizing the system to be robust when the next storm hits. Folks, they're doing things as they did in the past, but things have changed. I, I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm tired of being second rate. I'm tired of it. You should be tired of it too. Something has to change when it comes to the Public Service Commission and the New Orleans City Council. And each and every member has to be held accountable for the catastrophic failure of the energy system, as much as energy is. Energy now has to be put on notice that they have to put ratepayers on, on, on first and modernizing the system before profits. We need to find another utility company for the region, and that is it. We've seen this now for 16 years, the neglect of decades after decades of decades of the energy system here in New Orleans, the electrical grid in the New Orleans metropolitan area. And quite frankly, most of us are sick and tired of it. Who wants to go spend eight, ten, fifteen thousand dollars on 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 a generator for your home, okay? Because you can't keep the power on during everyday storms and when the wind blows a little bit hard in this region. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to have to be able to put that at that more that but that bill on the back of everything else you gotta deal with. It's about time that energy is held accountable, and we don't just let it pass like we do every other time. Last, last storm with Zeta, we just let it. It was like we were mad. We were pissed off. It was, it was October. We couldn't get the power back on for a little bitty storm like Zeta. Now we get a catastrophic storm, and people are dying because of what, is, what energy has not done in terms of hardening the system. 
And those that are on the Public Service Commission, the New Orleans City Council, need to be as held, uh, held accountable as much as, again, the upper echelon of management of, of energy. This is not about the guys on the polls. This is not the, guy, the, the individuals that came in from all over the country to help get us, get, get us back energized again. This is not the, about the hard-working people that work in energy, Louisiana Energy, New Orleans. This is about management and the upper management that makes the decisions on, again, how they're going to spend the money that you're spending every month to get power to energize your home and your businesses. It's about time the energy is held accountable and not to let this slide like we've done so many times before. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill. 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen, Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. When you have trouble sleeping, it's tough. When kids have trouble sleeping... Mom, I can't sleep. Dad, just one more story? For nights like this, try Vicks Pure Z's Kids. Our great-tasting gummies are specially formulated for kids with a unique blend of botanicals and a low dose of melatonin to support their natural sleep cycle. Best of all, they're drug-free and non-habit-forming. Help your child fall asleep naturally with Pure Z's Kids Gummies. Consult with a doctor before use for ages four and up. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. It's the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Saveathon, the annual year-long event where you could save big by bundling Home and Auto with Progressive. So big that we're kicking things off with fireworks, a monster truck battle, a fighter jet flyover, and it wouldn't be a party without the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Saveathon dancers. 
can't really hear them, but trust us, they are working it. So come for the fun and stay for the savings. Only at Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Safeathon. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. I've always gotten tons of UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me, and I was desperate for a way to be proactive. I'm Jenna Ryan, CEO and founder of Eucora. We've worked with doctors to develop effective urinary tract health products. Just mix a packet of Eucora with water and drink it when you need support, like right after intimacy. Eucora is helping over 100,000 women stay healthy. Ready to join them? Get 30% off at eucora.com slash radio. That's U-Q-O-R-A dot slash radio. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Jude Young will jump in at 6 with all access as we are back on the airwaves here at 106.1 with regular programming. Again, remember, if you missed any of today's program, you check us out on the podcast. Rudy's already run, run the uh, test on everything. We'll have that up shortly after the program ends, and you'll be able to check that on your leisure, anchor, and all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, again, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. Look, before we, uh, before we evacuated, went to Southern Tire. I uh, got a new set of tires. I uh, got all, you know, everything taken care of. They had me in and out in about an hour and a half. Uh, if you are looking for a company you can trust uh, with your vehicle, whether, again, it's a fleet account for, uh, for your uh, company or against your own personal vehicle, man, you got to bring it over to Southern Tire. Family-owned and operated since 1972. One-stop shop for quality auto repairs and best deals on tire. They have the largest selection of tires in the city. Uh, and I'm telling you, something for everyone's budget. They gave me opportunity to be able to go high, low, medium, whatever I wanted to do. I, I could spend what I wanted uh, for, for tires. Didn't, didn't say, this is all I got, and then you got to take it. That's just not the way it worked out. Uh, they have a large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. And, yes, financing is available, so you can uh, finance it over time. Uh, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. All right. Um, we're going to continue to talk a little bit about what happened in the aftermath of, um, of, of Ida, but I do want to talk a little bit about the Saints. Um, they're in Jacksonville. I talked a little bit about it as we opened today. You know, the, the, the ironies of all ironies. The Saints leave New Orleans to escape the aftermath of Ida. And, of course, I'm watching this tropical wave that they thought was going to hit New Orleans and was just going to add insult to injury of, again, coming after Ida, as we've seen these storms do, right? And all of a sudden, this wave looks like it's going right for Jacksonville. Now, again, we'll see how that's going to play out over the next couple of days. But, again, it's here you go. I mean, following the Saints. But I will say kudos to the Saints staff, as I talked about as we opened the program today. The attention to detail to play the game in Jacksonville, a city with New Orleans climate, the humidity, where Packer fans are going to have a hard time getting a flight uh, to the city. I mean, genius on the part of the Saints front office. Just genius. That's doing your homework. That's, t- that's going the extra mile to try to give your team an advantage when they lost a disadvantage of a home game with, again, Saints fans going into that, into that stadium and giving them a little bit of a home field advantage. Um, I will say this. Uh, it was interesting, an article by, by Jeff Duncan the other day, where he, made, he talked about 14 undrafted free agents making this year's team. You know, in the past, that's been an issue. If you remember the three straight seven and nine seasons, we led the league. I'm sorry, the Saints led the league in, in undrafted free agents making the team because their drafts were horrible. The drafts have not been horrible under Jeff Ireland. It's just that he's now had to, because of the salary cap constraints on the Saints, he's had to go out there and get cheaper options. Only time is going to tell whether those 14 undrafted free agents are, are going to be players that are going to be playmakers and, and difference makers for the New Orleans Saints. 
Uh, they did sign Desmond Trufant yesterday. He's coming off a horrible 2020 season. Like, again, most people think he's done. Uh, but, again, he's going to be – he's in now as uh, uh, as a backup cornerback for this team, even though, again, he's been a starter throughout his whole career. Uh, they made 15 moves overall on Monday. I'll go through those moves a little bit in the second uh, in the second hour. But uh, they're also obviously at TCU now because of uh, having to move uh, from, from Texas Stadium uh, I'm sorry, from uh, Cowboy Stadium, uh, AT&T Stadium, because of uh, uh, an event that's going to be there. There was hope that they could play that game in there, but they're at the TCU facility in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, preparing for the, for the, for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Look, it's going to be different, folks, okay? I think all of us are kind of waiting on this. We saw all the hype and, and pop and circumstance about LSU, and they laid an egg at UCLA. Uh, we didn't hear a lot of great things about Tulane, but we were hopeful, and Tulane played really well against Oklahoma. But it's going to be different. Number nine is no longer the leader of the team. He's no longer in the center. He's the quarterback that gave everybody confidence the Saints were never out of a game, and he's not playing anymore. He's in a booth with a toupee uh, up at NBC. The season success to me rests on the performance of Jameis Winston. And if Jameis Winston falters, then the ability to be able to bring in Taysom Hill and Taysom Hill be the again the – uh, the dual threat that he was last year, that he wasn't in preseason, which is mind-blowing to me. Because if you're going to win the job, who cares if you're a, practice, if you're a pocket passer? Uh, you have the opportunity to be able to get out there and, and showcase your playmaking ability. He didn't do that. But he's back to jack-of-all-trades now. Um, James is going to stretch the field, okay? But the question is, can he be efficient and not turn the ball over? And that's what I'm going to be looking for. The other part of it is, man, this wide receiving core, it's young. It's unproven. Uh, the tight end uh, uh, position is the same. Can they get open and catch the football? That's the key. The offensive line, look, we've heard it over and over again. Best offensive line in the NFL, one of the best in the NFL. Look, I'm telling you right now, mark my words, I've been saying this since Breeze retired. We're going to find out. Breeze set the line calls. Breeze got this team out of bad plays, and he got the ball out quickly, which means you didn't have to hold your blocks as long as maybe you had to do for other players. We'll see how it plays out. Okay, Jameis is going to hold the ball a little bit longer because he's going to want to stretch the field. So, again, is that line going to be everything that they have been, uh, the, the, all the bouquets that have been thrown at them, are they going to live up to those accolades? I believe they will, but, you know, again, we won't know it until we see it. To me, Kamara's the, the, the key to success for the Saints on the field, okay, uh, in, in terms of the offense, running the ball and catching the football. They're going to be leaning on him so much, he's got to stay healthy. And now finding out that today that, that again, Latavius Murray was cut uh, because he refused to take a pay cut, uh, the, the question is, again, where's that big back that's going to complement Kamara on this team because he's not on this team right now. On the defensive side of the ball, it's all about the defensive line. I've talked about it all offseason, Okay. The pass rushers look like they did a great job in preseason and in, 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 in uh, practice uh, during training camp. Fool's goal, ladies and gentlemen. Can they do it when it comes to the real game starting on Sunday? And that's the key. If they can put pressure on the passer, if they can sack the opposing quarterback with four down linemen, it's going to open up so many things for this team. And then the other part of this, can the young defensive tackles okay, stop the run? Stop the run on first down, put opposing offenses in passing situations where they can pin their ears back. And, and again, whether it's going to be bringing uh, blitzes, which uh, Dennis Allen is very, very good at, or just pinning their ears back with four down linemen and going after that NASCAR package, it's going to be key. Another key is, again, the young athletic linebackers. Look, I think we were all impressed in, in the preseason about these young athletic linebackers. Okay? Uh, but preseason is fool's goal. 
Can they be a factor now when, when the lights are on for real? Can Quan Alexander stay healthy for the whole season? That's another key. And then again, Demario Davis is irreplaceable. There's just no way to be able to replace uh, uh, Demario Davis. He's got to stay healthy. And then the secondary hinges on all that, the first and second levels, the, the athleticism of the second level, the ability to be able to stop the run, and then, of course, the ability to stop the run up front with your, with your defensive tackles, your defensive line, and the ability to put pressure, pressure, pressure on the passer with your, with your defensive line. The secondary hinges on a great pass rush. Look, I think we all believe Lattimore, he wants to get a deal done sooner than later, especially when he finds out what's going to happen with the Ohio gun charge. If that thing is reduced to a misdemeanor, then, again, he's wide open to be able to, again, get a new deal with the Saints. Uh, can he, uh, he can lock down the one side, but the question mark remains, who's going to replace Janoris Jenkins? I mean, it's just a question, okay? Well, I think the Saints are solid at safety. I think C.J. Gardner-Johnson really gives them a weapon uh, at the slot cornerback uh, position. Uh, but, again, the question is going to be, who is going to play that position opposite Lattimore, and can they play it effectively? Or is this going to be a team that's going to give up big plays? Only way to stop the big plays is put the pressure on the passer, make him uncomfortable. So he has to, again, uh, he has to uh, either, either dump it off or, again, or, or run for his life. Special teams, it seems like it's going to be a force. But look, ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. A lot of young players are on special teams now that weren't there. They lost some very good core special teams players on this team. Uh, but, again, you got to figure that based on, on special teams in the past and the emphasis that they put on special teams over the last few years, uh, that, again, it's going to be a good set of special, a good set of special teams. On, and, and then, of course, Gilligan is a guy that can, that can kick the heck out of the ball. We've seen that. But can he place the ball? like Morstead did. What a weapon he was to be able to place the ball like he did. We don't know that yet. And we definitely don't know what's going to happen in the field goal kicking position when you start about to kick. Can it hold up until Lutz returns off IR? Uh, it'll be, I'm surprised they did not go after the Baltimore kicker. But, again, we'll see how that's going to play out. Um, Saints need to have a swarming defense to match what we hope is a big play offense. But I will say this. There is no doubt this is going to be the toughest coaching job uh, for Sean Payton since he's been in New Orleans. Even tougher than the three, seven, and nine seasons because you had a guy named Drew Brees, and he kept you in every game. You don't have that guy anymore. So I'd be interested to see how this plays out. But, again, it should be motivation for Sean Payton, who believes he's one of the best coaches in the NFL and is out there to prove that, again, he can win uh, with life after Brees. We'll see how it plays out. All right. I want to remind everybody about my good friend, uh, Dave Miet of Dave Miet Insurance. Look, it's so great to have an insurance agent that's got your back. And this is what happens with Dave Miet. Dave called me shortly after the storm ended, wanted to find out how we were, where we were, if we had any damage, and then, again, the steps we had to take to be able to, medi- to, to, to mediate the damage and to be able to make sure, again, that we, we get uh, what, what is coming to us from our insurance company. Uh, again, uh, went through all, everything I needed to do, then said, look, call me if you need anything. I mean, that is service, man. That is service. So, again, whether you're a commercial customer or a residential customer, and you don't have to be a talk show host. You want a company that you can trust, a company that's going to have your back when, when you need them, when the insurance has to kick in, it's Dave Miet Insurance. Remember, it's an independent insurance agency. Uh, they don't, they're not tied to one insurance company. They search 50 companies to make sure you've got the best coverage and the best price. And this is where the rubber hits the road when it comes to an insurance agent, okay? Uh, where are they now when you need to file a claim? Are they, are they disappeared on you? Can you find them? With Dave Miet Insurance, he's right there for you. Call him directly, 504-556-0809. Dave's going to take your call. 
or to find out more, go to D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-G-C.com. It was really refreshing to see Dave's number come up on my phone and all asking about how we're doing and then taking the next steps to repair the damage to our, to our property. Again, you want that kind of service? Think Dave Me at Insurance. 556-0809. That's 504-556-0809. We'll be right back. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Villaries Forest is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villaries is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villaries high quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. That's $9.99 a dozen. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for $5.20. That's three for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villaries Forest's 52nd anniversary. That's Villaries Forest with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and VillariesForest.com. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. All right, folks, I want to remind everybody the Oceana family of restaurants are open. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Beer's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and even the Hideout Bar. So if you're looking for a hot meal, again, all the Oceana family of restaurants are open for you. Uh, and, again, whether you're in the quarter or going to get make your way to the quarter out in Metairie, get out there and enjoy a great meal at the Oceana family of restaurants. Two Tony's opens up tomorrow for to-go orders only. Once a good uh, Italian food, check out Two Tony's. And, of course, we'll let you know about our uh, restaurant partners as we go forward as they start to open up. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm live. 
This is not a recorded program. We are live. If you missed the first hour, check it out on our Anchor Podcast. It's on all the major podcasting platforms. Hour number two coming up. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. My head is in a bad place. of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you back live on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, Nash FM 106.1, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, uh, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Uh, the podcast will be up shortly after the program ends at 6 o'clock. Uh, and, of course, you check that out on Anchor and all the major podcasting platforms. If you missed the first hour, we talked a lot about energy's failures, the failures of, of the government um, with the Public Service Commission, as well as the New Orleans City Council. 
uh, who regulates both Energy New Orleans and Energy. Uh, we talked a little bit about what happened with LSU and Tulane. We went into the Saints also extensively. Uh, all that on hour number one. You'll be able to check that out on the podcast shortly after the program ends. We begin our ninth season of uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, but it'll be next week, not this week. I know that we had originally uh, uh, posted on our social media platforms that we would be back on radio on Tuesday and back on TV on Thursday. Uh, WLE still does not have power and also um, um, just impossible to deal with, again, the testing of equipment to get that thing up and running by uh, Thursday. So, again, we are shooting for next Thursday as the, uh, the beginning of uh, the ninth season of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. So uh, we'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, in this hour, we'll continue our talk, a uh, conversation about what's happening uh, in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. Uh, we'll also talk a lot about what happened uh, with the debacle that was uh, in Pasadena, California, uh, with uh, LSU losing to UCLA, and also, again, how proud I am of the Tulane Green Wave and, as again, how they played against Oklahoma uh, in uh, Norman on Saturday, opening up their season with a loss. But, uh, man, I tell you, they played their hearts out. And, and I'm so proud of each and every one of those, uh, those players and coaches uh, putting up the type of effort and uh, that they did. Not just effort, but the type of performance that they put up against Oklahoma. I did want to say this, though. You know, we, we went after Katrina, we thought we learned a lesson, especially when it comes to those that are elderly and, and those with special needs. Um, we knew that we blew it after Katrina. I mean, we just did, okay, uh, with the nursing homes, with, again, um, those with special needs, elderly that uh, uh, that were either in, in some of these uh, uh, retirement homes or, again, uh, nursing homes or those who, were, again, were, were living in assisted living or living at home uh, in, in their houses or, 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 or their apartments. But especially after Katrina, we should have had a better plan for the elderly and those with special needs, as well as, again, when it comes to evacuations. Look. I think we figured this out. Whether you believe in global warming or not, okay, it's pretty obvious. You know, I talked about this before we went off the air um, when Ida was approaching. You know, you look at the first 30 years of my life. We had Betsy and, and we had Camille. And Camille was more of a storm for, uh, the, for, for Gulfport and, and really the, the Gulf Coast of Mississippi than it really was here in New Orleans, okay? But then, again, those were my childhood storms. Growing up, teenager, even in, into, into my 20s, not a lot of big storms that put us in a position where we had to evacuate. Okay, I'd never evacuated in my life. Uh, I think it was George's was the first time we evacuated. So storms are changing. They're getting stronger. They're increasing in strength quicker. And, and it's quicker than we've ever seen in our lifetime. But yet, when it comes to the, the, the state of Louisiana's plan, it's, it's behind now the evolution of the storms, and they need to start to rethink how they're going to deal with storms. Um, first of all, why was contraflow not called for? I mean, it took evacuees so long to be able to evacuate to, to the east and the west. Okay, we were, we were lucky. We went north, okay, to Nashville. But it was, I mean, people sat... In, in, in traffic like they did for the previous storms, uh, you know, before Katrina when we had the, 
when we had the contraflow, but even the contraflow then was was hard. I mean, come on, it took us like 13 hours to get to Shreveport when when the contraflow for Katrina. But yet there was no move to for for, for contraflow at all uh, by, by the government. Big mistake, big mistake. And then the other thing is, where were the shelters for the elderly and those with special needs? Look, I was absolutely blown away to find out that, again, elderly and those with special needs sat in their home for seven days with no power. Sat in, again, assisted living, seven days, no power, until the city and state came to rescue them. Let me tell you right now, unacceptable, absolutely unacceptable, okay? Didn't we learn anything from Katrina, okay? How could we allow nursing homes to put residents in warehouses, I mean, uh, I understand that licenses are getting now uh, revoked, et cetera, et cetera. That's after the fact. This is, a, this is a function of government. This is a function of government in an emergency situation. To make sure that, again, those who are the most vulnerable in, in, in our state and in our city, in our region, are taken care of. Okay, and that, again, the elderly and those with special needs. The state should have mobilized the place to evacuate for the nursing homes. Okay, uh, not not having a, a, a company decide I'm going to put uh, my elderly residents in, in a warehouse. Are you kidding me? Seriously. Okay. What happened to mandatory generators for nursing homes? What happened to that? I mean, the one thing we were told, again, that the, the nursing homes were never going to be in a situation where they'd be without power again. If they chose to stay, they would have, but where's the mandatory generators for these nursing homes and assisted living? I'll say this right now. The city. The state, the parish governments all failed. The most vulnerable uh, population, again, just like Katrina. And, and, and it looks like the raising of the standards that they talked about just never happened. Never happened. How can you let an elderly person sit in their home for seven days? Seven days without power. Those with special needs without power. And then decide, okay, now we got cooling places for them to go. Now, this should have been all set up before the storm. And we should have gotten them out before the storm. I understand they don't want to call a mandatory man, uh, evacuation. They're going to start rethinking that, especially when these storms come up on us so quick and they strengthen so quickly. We are, the plan, which, again, they talked about after Katrina, has not kept pace over the last 16 years, what we're seeing now with the type of storms, and we're leaving the most vulnerable population to fend for themselves. Unacceptable, ladies and gentlemen. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Another thing that really kind of stuck in my craw was this. Can somebody tell me, and I said, I mentioned this when this happened, okay? This, I'm not a Johnny-come-lately on this one. I took Jim Donnellan to task, and I took the insurance commissioner's office to task when this happened. Why did the insurance commission and the insurance commissioner ever agree to a 2% or 5% hurricane deductible for Louisiana residents? Look, it basically lets the insurance companies off the hook for paying damages incurred during the hurricane. And the insured who pays the premiums every single month to insure their home at that point, and, and here, that's, that's not tornadoes in the most, for most cases, okay? We're not in a situation, we, we worry about tropical events, hurricanes, tropical events that can destroy our homes, destroy our businesses. And we're in a situation now where, again, because the 2% and or a 5% hurricane deductible that you may have on your policy puts you in a position where, again, you have to come out of pocket uh, to be able to rebuild your home or your business? I mean, that's amazing to me, ladies and gentlemen. It's amazing to me that, again, that the, that the insured gets screwed 
especially those of the most vulnerable. Maybe it's me, but shouldn't the insurance commissioner and the commission, insurance commission, be working for Louisiana citizens and not for the, the interest of the insurance industry as a priority? Because if that was the case, this 2% and 5% hurricane deductible would have never been allowed in the state of Louisiana. Could have stood up, did what you had to do. Yes, we'd have lost some insurance companies. There's no doubt about that. But again, stand up uh, and make sure that ultimately, again, they have to pay their fair share. I mean, as people are down perusing the damage in their homes and they're trying to figure out now, how am I going to pay for this roof? When ultimately, again, the, the, I, I cannot even claim it because, the, because either the 2% or the 5% is so high uh, that ultimately, again, by the time I, I, I do the figures and figure out what it's going to cost me, uh, it, it makes more sense for me to just pay it out of pocket, if I can, than to be able to go through the insurance company because, again, they, they get the first 2% or 5% of what? Of, of, the, property that, that, of, the, of the property that is insured. Uh, they, they get that type of deductible. It was hard enough when you had to get the, the, the original deductibles we dealt with before they threw the hurricane deductible on there. And people across, again, they saw it in Lake Charles. They saw it in Lafayette. We're seeing it in New Orleans now. We're seeing it in New Orleans now. And Jim Donlin and the insurance commissioner's office needs to take a hard look at this. Okay, because this is unfair to the individuals that live here in, in, in Louisiana that, again, are constantly, uh, again, uh, get, getting battered by storms and then having to come out of pocket. You wonder why people are still not made whole uh, in, in Lafayette, Lake Charles, another place that got destroyed last year. You know, there was no road home program. There was no program to try to make people whole back then if the insurance companies didn't pay up. Sure, the president came in last week and he talked about, uh, I'm sorry, this, this past week, last week and talked about, you know, again, making sure insurance companies do the right thing. Are you kidding me? Do you think that's going to echo with insurance companies do the right thing? They're, worried, they're just like energy, ladies and gentlemen. They're worried about profits and making sure that their, their, their shareholders are getting dividends at the end of every quarter. Is it incumbent, of, again, of, of government to be able to make sure that doesn't happen? That again, that, that, again, especially commissions like we have the insurance commissioner's office, that they make sure that, again, we're not put in a position where uh, 2% and 5% deductibles come online that, again, will make it for, again, the, some of the poorest people in our city. And not just that. Even individuals that, again, that, are, that would be considered middle class or upper middle class are going to have difficulties in, again, rebuilding their homes. Not to mention most people that have children have to put their kids in a, public, in, in a, in a private school situation because, again, the, the, the state of public schools in, in, in our state and in our community. That's just one more bill. One more bill. And especially, again, when you look at what, has, what you pay every single month for insurance, and at the end of the day, you cannot cash in on that to be able to make yourself whole, which is what this insurance is all about. It's absolutely amazing, ladies and gentlemen. But the chickens come home to roost. The problem is most of us are not engaged. You're not even thinking about that with all the problems you have in your everyday life until it comes, creeps up on you like this. When you have to go back and look at that policy and say, wait a minute, oh, my gosh, I got a 2% hurricane deductible. I got a 5% hurricane deductible. How am I going to afford to rebuild my home now? Meanwhile, the insurance company continues to rake in, the, uh, rake in your payment every month, and the shareholders continue to get dividends, just like energy. Government has let us down. Just like in the situation with energy, government has let us down with these insurance deductibles. And this has to be looked at in the next state legislative session uh, and a possible reversal of that because it's not fair to the people who live here uh, in South Louisiana and really across the board along the Gulf Coast as well. 
All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. Those of you that have power may be experiencing problems with your air conditioning system. My gosh, it is so damn hot, okay? If you're lucky to have power, the AC back on, God bless you, okay? If you need help, call Burkhardt. Uh, they are trying to bring in the, their, their Nate certified technicians who are scattered all over the country uh, back. They're up and operating. Uh, give them a call if you need help. It's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. 15 trucks set up strategically to get to you quickly if there's such a thing in the aftermath of the storm. Uh, but they will be there. Okay, you call. They're going to give you a day, a time, and they'll be there. So, again, if your AC, AC breaks down or if you're in the position now with this storm, you need a new air conditioning system, don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Angie. Angie's list is now Angie, and it's easier than ever to care for your home. Use Angie to connect with top home service pros, see upfront pricing on hundreds of projects, and instantly book what you need done. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Look out for an accident on 10 eastbound at the Hammond-Laplace exit. and has delays backed up on 10 eastbound from just past Beltaire Boulevard to Power Boulevard. Also keep in mind of delays on 10 eastbound from just past from uh, Elysian Fields. On Excuse me, delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And if you're traveling along the westbound side, along the West Bank Expressway, look out for delays that are steady or just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcast. From the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. 
So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. We are live on this Tuesday, September the 7th, 2021, in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, as the city and the region tries to recover from this Category 4 storm. Uh, power out still on, on, on most, of the, uh, most of the metropolitan area. Uh, hope you're, you're making it through, again, these tough, tough temperatures. Just got to give a, a shout and a big thanks to all the linemen out there, man. I mean, the trucks, as we were, we were evacuating, that were flying into New Orleans, uh, that were driving through here, uh, were amazing. Um, uh, you know, all the people that, that, again, that are out there that, that, that are dealing with the, the heat and the humidity of not having power and to see those linemen working 24-7, try to get the, uh, the power back up in, in South Louisiana has been absolutely amazing. Also, again, the uh, nonprofits uh, that have come down, churches that have come down to feed so many people who, again, don't have the ability to be able to have a hot meal. Uh, our restaurants, our bars that, that, again, that have gotten generator power back up, that, that are cooking for free. Uh, you know, uh, uh, those that are, that are involved in government that have, again, tried to, uh, like my council member, uh, Impostado, who uh, brought, brought together a bunch of different uh, restaurants to be able to serve people at, at Lafayette Park yesterday. I mean, so many really great stories that have come out of this, uh, this tragedy that is Ida. And, uh, of course, uh, we thank each and every one of those individuals uh, that have given back to our community and continue to give back. Thank you so much uh, for caring. We, see, we saw it after Katrina, and we saw it in a big way. And we're seeing it again now. So, again, thank you so much. By the way, the Oceana family restaurants are open. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the Hideout Bar. Two Tony's opens up tomorrow for uh, 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 to-go service only down in, uh, in, uh, uh, in Lakeview, uh, really West End. And, of course, we'll keep you up to date on the rest of our restaurant partners uh, as they are opening up as they get power. Man, big, big, uh, big, I'd have to say big weekend for Tulane. It really was. Look, it was a 40-35 loss to the second-ranked team in, in Oklahoma. And, look, there's no moral victories in sports. But this is one you can kind of put in that category. Okay? They left everything on the field at Norman on Saturday. I could not have been prouder of Tulane. Okay? A lot of you that know my history, again, I was a water boy for Tulane back in the, uh, back in the mid-'70s. Uh, I grew up a Tulane fan. I lived uptown New Orleans, went to all the Tulane games, had a friend of mine who, again, uh, uh, was good enough. You know, his family had like ten tickets to the Saints game, season tickets, like ten Tulane games, uh, Tulane two season tickets, and you know every single game they always had a ticket for me. They knew I loved football, and and they they made sure I was at every game. So I got a chance to see so many Saints games growing up, so many Tulane games at Tulane Stadium, uh, and became a Tulane fan because of it. Okay, loved LSU, liked LSU, but Tulane was my was my favorite back then. Uh, I'm just, I, I really was just so proud uh, of the effort. First of all, they could have packed it at, at the second quarter. I mean, again, first quarter, they were hanging with, uh, with Oklahoma. 
they, they could have packed it in the second quarter. Instead, they outscored the second-ranked team in the land 21-3 to uh, and, and made it a game in the second half. That defense was swarming, okay? you got to love the way the defense played. Uh, Nick Anderson was, was the leader of that defense, uh, but it really was on all three levels. They played so well. Uh, I thought they were physical. I thought they were opportunistic. Uh, also, the effort on, on, on both sides of the ball I thought was outstanding. Uh, you know, when, when you look at the, uh, uh, the, the fact that, again, they lost a home game, they were forced to move their operations to Birmingham, and they weren't flustered. You didn't hear any excuses out of Tulane, okay? I didn't hear one excuse out of Tulane saying, man, look, we had to move our operations to Birmingham, and we missed that home game that we wanted. We've been pointing to at Yeoman for the last few years of Oklahoma coming in, national TV. None of the excuses out of Tulane, not one. Well, LSU, nothing but excuses. No excuse, excuses, excuses, and more excuses, but nothing out of Tulane. Okay, uh, I love the Chip Long offense. Okay, he is really. If this is going to be his new offensive system, they went toe to toe with the vaunted Sooner defense. Quarterback Michael Pratt continues to show, man, he's the real deal. Okay, you're talking about a guy that showed poise, toughness against a tough defense. Okay, they, I mean they knocked the crap out of him constantly. He just kept getting up. Uh, the leadership w- w- was out of this world for this guy. It's a sophomore. It's a true sophomore. Are you kidding me? Threw for 296 yards and three touchdowns against the second-ranked team in the nation on their field. Are you kidding me? Uh, man, I tell you what, they got they got a really good one, and hopefully they'll hold on to him, uh, you know, for the rest of his career at Tulane. And then some playmakers uh, evolved. You know, we were talking about Tyreek James, myself, uh, and and Gary Smith. Look, this kid's got NFL written all over him. Prototype tight end, catch the ball fast, can block. <laughs> he stepped up. Wyatt, the kid, the, the, the wide receiver, tolls. A host of others, okay? Spears and running the football. Um, you know, uh, um, you go and go right down the line. Everyone contributed on the offensive end, and even the offensive line, which, again, was a really big question mark against that Sooner defense. Look, Pratt was under duress constantly, but they still were able to make plays. Look, I know Willie Fritz may not like moral victories, but to me, this is a building block for the Tulane program. Okay, an effort to be proud of. You don't hang your head when you're walking out of Norman when you're playing 40 to 35 and you're giving them all they can right down to the last couple minutes of the game. Are you kidding me? Look, I know you know you play the game. There's not you, you don't walk away from a game like that and say, "Man, we have a moral victory." Look, you, it stings like any other loss. But when you when again. You let things settle down and you step away from it for a few minutes. You got to be, again, pleasantly so happy with, with the effort that was put out by this Tulane football team. Now, let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. The same cannot be said for LSU, who strolled into Pasadena with a big head and, and they left with their tails between their legs, losing the UCLA 38 to 27. Of course, it doesn't help when Ed Ogeron's coming down, uh, you know, uh, in, into the stadium and he's pointing out some guy with a. Uh, a blue, a light, a powder blue shirt on, and called it a sissy blue shirt, which has come back to haunt him now. Here's the thing: all the hype in the off season, you get it all the time, man. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you every single day, ladies and gentlemen, don't buy into preseason, don't buy into fall camp, don't buy into training camp. It's fool's gold. Not much looked different than last year's debacle of a season. After all the off season hype. That was 2020. 2020 was supposed to be an aberration, right? 
Well, it's looking like like 2019 was the aberration now. You look at LSU, the biggest concern going in was, again, the offensive line. Uh, the, 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 the biggest thing that they, they hung their hat on was the play of the defensive line. Ladies and gentlemen, if you watch the game and you watch it all the way through, they got manhandled by a Pac-12 team on both sides of the line. The offensive line was pushed back. They were confused. Uh, they couldn't pick up a blitz. They couldn't open up holes for the running game. I mean, LSU throughout the tenure of this program, this storied program, considered to be one of the top programs in all of college football, with, again, uh, the history of this program, everything else that's involved in it. They got pushed around by UCLA. Pushed around by the UCLA line. Okay? Max Johnson, uh, give him credit because he was running for his life all game. Sure, the Tigers got playmakers. There's no doubt about that. But you got to be able to get the ball to the playmakers. The fact they could not establish the run and, and, and that, that Johnson had to go to the short passing game, finally, when they adjusted to that. That's another thing. How long does it take you to adjust to the short passing game? How long does it take you to, to, to figure out what UCLA is doing and make the adjustments? It took forever. Pease and Jones, the new, new coordinators on the offensive defensive end, like their other new their, their other uh, coaches that, that were brought in that were supposed to get younger and be able to relate to the players better, obviously it fell on deaf ears because they were out of their league on Saturday night in Pasadena. I'll say it again. Where were the adjustments? Where were they? Look, here's the deal when I look back on this. The players that LSU recruits are some of the finest high school players, recruits in the nation, okay? Not just from Louisiana, where, again, Rogeron has put a fence around Louisiana. The cream of the crop goes to LSU. But this is a national program now. They are going into all parts of the country to be able to bring in what is considered the best recruits of the nation. Every year, top 10 recruiting class, top 5 recruiting class. I mean, come on, okay, at some point. It didn't seem, again, when you look at this situation, that, and then the upperclassmen who came back, that's another part of this that, that really is troubling. Upperclassmen that all they said was, we're coming back because we have something to prove. 2019 is the real LSU, 2020 is not. And then we're going to prove it come this season. Well, they didn't move the needle on improvement. In fact, it seems as though, again, when you look at LSU football right now, the, the football IQ doesn't match the athleticism. That's troubling because I look at Nick Saban's teams and I look at guys that, again, have the same athleticism as LSU players, but they have the football IQ. There's a disconnect there. Okay, there's a disconnect there. And you can't say that, again, LSU's not getting good players. Look at the NFL. Come on. All the offseason hype. And LSU lays an egg versus UCLA. Now, Coach O was on the hottest of hot seats, okay? We knew this going in. Now, if he was going to, again, if he was going get, to get, start getting beat in the SEC, uh, if he got beat coming out the box against UCLA, or if they stumble against McNeese or, or Central Michigan, oh, the seat gets even hotter. Now, only winning's going to cool this off, and I don't mean McNeese and Central Michigan, okay, because that's expected to be able to blow them out. Now, look, I heard the excuses. I was even making it for some friends of mine as we were going back and forth uh, during, during the game when, when they were actually losing their minds halfway through the game. And I kept saying, UCLA's got a game under their belt. Okay, so look, let me say it again. UCLA had a game under their belt. 
Yes, LSU was displaced by Item, but so was Tulane, okay? Didn't seem to, to bother Tulane much against the second-ranked team in the nation. The LSU effort never matched Tulane's effort, okay? Uh, Tulane played a much tougher opponent on the road, and they played better than LSU played on the road uh, against UCLA. Ladies and gentlemen, the bust and the big plays on defense, okay? Uh, it looked like Pelini was still the defensive coordinator. Maybe Pelini was not the, not the issue here at the end of the day. I don't know. Maybe we'll see it better down the line here. But you can't have all the big plays and busts that we saw and then blame it on the fact that Jared Small didn't start for you. Jared Small, unless he's got an S on his chest and he's got a red cape and he's going to fly around the Rose Bowl Stadium, he wasn't helping what was happening here on Saturday night. It's funny. Um, Pat Galloway, uh, our boss here at, at 106.1 and I were talking about two weeks ago. And he told me, he said, he, he goes, I'm not buying into the LSU defense. And I said, well, why not? I said, upperclassmen came back. Looks like, again, that they were leading to the coaches, everything we're hearing. He goes, they were the worst defense in the history of college football. Though they're all back. What makes you think they're going to be better? Pretty good, uh, pretty, pretty good observation based on what you saw against UCLA. The lack of discipline. The lack of attention to detail by the players and the coaching staff as well. Embarrassing for the flagship university of Louisiana. So, where were the adjustments on the fly? Where were the changes? Where was the effort? Okay, they got pushed around. They got manhandled by a Pac-12 team. Okay, uh, and then now they're the walking wounded. They literally got beat up. Okay, physically beat up by the Bruins. I mentioned Jared Small. He didn't play. He's out for the year with a knee injury. Okay, but Declan and Wire, both the starting offensive tackles, they're not playing this week against Big D's. Uh, Ali Gay, Fanania uh, are not playing uh, this week at the defensive end position. Uh, Kirkland is out at the wide receiver position uh, versus McNeese. But you know what the hard thing is about all this right now? And because of the situation with trying to keep up what's going on uh, by the hardest, using social media as, as a tool at times, uh, the Tigers, the LSU Tigers, the LSU Mighty Fighting Tigers, Okay, and it was expected to be, again, one of the, one of the top teams in the nation this year that, that, again, are involved in all the preseason polls, which, again, is fool's goal, by the way. They're now the, the butt of all the Bruins jokes, the, the memes and everything else that's out there because they got spanked. They got their ass kicked in Pasadena. Weren't ready to play, didn't show like they are ready to play, and then even when they got punched in the mouth, they shrunk. They didn't go out there and throw the punch back. Physically manhandled by a Pac-12 team. Embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. I'll say this right now, ladies and gentlemen. What I saw on Saturday night in Los Angeles was not an LSU team. Not an LSU football team. Okay, they got punked by, uh, by a Pac-12 team. And uh, in, in the history of LSU teams, the good ones, the ones where the expectations are, with all the great talent that they have, uh, you don't get punked by a Pac-12 team. So the, the clock is ticking on Coach O. And his whole regime. Another effort like this, lose a couple more games like this. Scott Woodward didn't hire him. Scott Woodward has no allegiance to him. Okay? There's a disconnect there. You may be bringing in the players and maybe a hell of a recruiter, but when it, when it comes to coaching these kids up and getting them ready to go out and play, haven't done it since 2019. And this is now a situation where 
when you look at LSU football, uh, this is now an ongoing situation. Sure, they rebounded in the last part of the season to get people hope. But embarrassment on national TV? No, I, I hope that, again, when they're licking their wounds right now, uh, that they realize, again, the type of effort they put out. And this is on the coaches as well. All these first-time coordinators and these coaches are supposed to come in to be able to relate to the players. Obviously, it didn't work. Uh, best practices we've ever seen. It's never been more physical than we've seen right now. This team is ready. They're chomping at the bit. They spit the bit in Pasadena on Saturday night. We'll take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or Kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your A.C. ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new A.C., trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Now more than ever, driving political change has enough challenges. Reaching the right voters to get elected shouldn't be one of them. Hi, I'm Rachel Adams, Regional Digital Sales Manager, and our team is here to help you reach the exact voters you need in your district or even the whole state. Contact me today at nolacumuluscares.com and let us help you get elected and make real political change for Louisiana. That's nolacumuluscares.com or call me directly at 504-432-0043. It's the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-A-Thon, the annual year-long event where you could save big by bundling Home and Auto with Progressive. So big that we're kicking things off with fireworks, a monster truck battle, a fighter jet flyover, 
and it wouldn't be a party without the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-A-Thon dancers. You can't really hear them, but trust us, they are working it. So come for the fun and stay for the savings. Only at Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-A-Thon. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. I've always gotten tons of UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me, and I was desperate for a way to be proactive. I'm Jenna Ryan, CEO and founder of Eucora. We've worked with doctors to develop effective urinary tract health products. Just mix a packet of Eucora with water and drink it when you need support, like right after intimacy. Eucora is helping over 100,000 women stay healthy. Ready to join them? Get 30% off at eucora.com radio. That's uqora.com radio. Shorty, hurricane season. Here we are in the middle of it, right? September 10th. The peak, hopefully again, will be spared from any other hurricanes here in South Louisiana for the rest of the uh, hurricane season. You know, we, we evacuated to, to Nashville. And I, my daughter lives in Nashville. And I had never been to Nashville before. And so, of course, you know, um, being been, never being to Nashville before, we we did the tourist thing, okay, over a couple of days. Well, we you know, went around, kind of looked at the city, et cetera. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you know, after Katrina, I started talking about this, and it just never came to fruition. I'm really frustrated by the state by the state of the French Quarter right now. It, it is again a, a a a gem that is unlike any other. And it frustrates me when I see other cities that take the French Quarter concept of, again, of, uh, of an entertainment district and then utilize it in their own cities. Nashville is one of those cities. Nashville did what we should have did, we, we should have done after Katrina. After Katrina, I talked about, again, getting rid of the strip clubs on Bourbon Street, getting rid of the T-shirt shops on Bourbon Street, upgrading it, much like our friends over at um, – uh, the Beta Brothers did it uh, with the Oceana family of restaurants with Mambo's. Mambo's was a decrepit strip strip club that was causing nothing but problems in in, in the French Quarter. So they got a hand, they got a hold of the, uh, of that building. They totally renovated the building, put, putting millions of dollars in the building. I tell, I tell you all the time about the rooftop bar. Uh, again, the only only one, one of its kind. I mean, they totally gutted it out, turned it into the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. And that was my idea. Again, that again, what we should do is utilize the 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 natural resources that we have here, okay? Our cuisine is second to none. There's nobody can touch it. They got hot chicken in in, um, in Nashville. Are you kidding me? You look at the, all the melting pot of cuisines that we have in New Orleans. And then the music, taking advantage of the music industry. Uh, you know, the birthplace of jazz, uh, you know, bounce. You go every genre of music that we have. And then the great recording artists that, again, have come out of New Orleans, uh, whether it be those that are on, on stage, whether it be actors, whether it be comedians, or those that, again, that are involved, that are musicians. Let them put their name on the marquee of, of new restaurants and new, new uh, music clubs and have those music clubs line Bourbon Street and Decatur Street and Rampart Street. Bring in more, um, 
uh, recording studios, okay, and allow this to be the mecca of what it is, uh, again, the music industry of, of the United States. Uh, utilize, again, what we have naturally, again, that people recognize. They recognize Harry Connick and Trombone Shorty and so many others. I mean, way back in the day when, it was the, when the French Quarter was thriving, it was Al Hurt, it was Pete Fountain. Again, they had their own clubs, and their names were on the marquee, and those were drawing. Now it's, again, bring, come, to, come to Bourbon Street and do anything you wouldn't do in your own hometown, including throw up and, and, and show body parts. Are you kidding me? Upgrade Bourbon Street. Upgrade the French Quarter. I was sickened by what I saw in Tennessee, in Nashville. They have a Decatur Street corridor with, again, every single building that lines those buildings that have been, uh, in a lot of cases, maybe old warehouses, etc., cetera, uh, have been converted into music clubs, restaurants, high-end bars. Even the, the gift shops that they have are not like New Orleans gift shops where it's wide open and the T-shirts are outside. And it looks like, no, they're set back. You have to walk in. Uh, you wouldn't even know it's a gift shop unless you walked in the door. There are no barkers out there. There's nobody walking up to you trying to sell you fake drugs, okay? People uh, complain about the marijuana smoke in the quarter. There's marijuana smoke all over Broadway here in, here in, uh, in Nashville. It's the way of the world now. But I didn't see the crime, and I didn't see the dirt and, 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 and the trash. People actually put their, their trash in a, in a garbage can. I mean, it's amazing, again, what Nashville has done with taking the concept of the New Orleans, Louisiana, and the French Quarter and made it better. They put the, they put the, uh, the, the situation, they, they put this, um, uh, this district on Broadway in between the brand-new football stadium and their brand-new basketball stadium. So, again, they got an arena that they use for concerts or, 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 or um, uh, the Predators, their, uh, their hockey team. So, on one side, and then on the other side is, is, is Nissan Stadium where, where, again, the Titans play and their, and their MLS team. So, it's ready-made, but they had to create it. Our French Quarter, our entertainment district is, is there naturally, and we don't take advantage of it. And as I look, as I look through Nashville, and, and, and I saw the things, the, the, the buildings, the cranes in the sky, all of the, all the, the, the corporations that have settled in Nashville. The state of Tennessee doesn't have state tax. So naturally they're going to come here. We tax you to death in Louisiana, every which way but loose. Frustrating to see my beautiful city, my great city, the city, again, that has more history than most cities in the United States, the, the only international city, one of the only international cities in, in, in the United States that people, when you say across the world, New Orleans, they know who you are. Do you think they know Nashville? And then there's the, 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 the situation with COVID. There is no mandate for having an, a, a vaccination card or a proof of vaccination or, or a test. There is no mask mandate. There were people like myself that walked around with masks on. When we walked into a restaurant or a bar, we had a mask on. There were people, that, again, that didn't. The freedom of choice. Just amazing how well-run things are here in Nashville when you start about talking about the, the, the city of Nashville as opposed to again, what we have in New Orleans. But it's all incumbent upon us, ladies and gentlemen. We settle for second-rate. Second-rate politicians, second-rate uh, way with the way that we have this jewel that is the French Quarter and we allow it to be brought down by, by again, the dregs of society. Second-class utility company. We are better than second-class. We are New Orleanians. We're Louisianians. We're better than this. 
And then I look at our neighbors that are going to surpass us. We were once the queen city of the south. We're not, even in, we're not even in the conversation now. We've been passed up by so many cities, Nashville being one of them. Amazon and Apple are going to put headquarters in Nashville, okay? Where's ours? It's because who we elect and what we put up with. It's frustrating. We are not second-class people. People that, that, that come from all over the world, again, rave about who we are and what we are and our culture and, who we, and, and the type of people that we are. But we settle. We settle too much. And it's why we are in the situation we're in where people don't have electricity, where our elderly are dying, why we have the highest cancer rates in the country, and why, again, the lack of leadership has put us on the road we are today. It's frustrating. I'm happy for the people of Nashville, again, how this city has, has had a meteoric rise. I'm sad for my city because, again, we're stuck in the proverbial mud. We can't get out of the swamp. We've become a third-world city. Other cities pass us up. And we had a long way of, we've had such a head start on every other city in this country, and yet we're running in place. I was pissed off. I was saddened by it, man. i got to tell you, I was. I'm like sitting there looking around going, my God, this is Decatur Street. This is Decatur. But yet it's not. It's so much better. So much better. And you wonder why our children leave. You wonder why our children leave for better opportunities, better jobs, and a better way of life for their children, our grandchildren, the great-grandchildren. It's because we failed. It's because we settled for second class, a second class utility company, a second class government, second class, second class, second class. You don't settle for second class when it's the Saints. You are pissed off that right now LSU got their ass kicked uh, in, 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 uh, in Pasadena because that's second class. But when it comes to everyday life, what we need to be able to survive to compete on a national, international level, you're happy with second class. I'm not. I'm not. What I saw in Nashville hurt me to my heart because I know we're better than that. We should be better. Than, I shouldn't say we should be Nashville. We should be better than Nashville. But we're not. We've fallen behind. And we continue to fall behind. Because, again, we don't pay attention. Because we are the city that care for God, and we forgot to care more than anything else. And until we get our act together, we're going to continue to fall behind. Okay? That's why our children are making a mass exodus for other parts of the country. Because we've had not done enough to provide for them to be able to stay home and to be able to have a life in New Orleans and have a first-class life. Because we set it up as second class. And that's got to stop. It's got to stop now. We take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. 
Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Villarreal's Florist is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villarreal's is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villarreal's high-quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. That's $9.99 a dozen. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for $5.20. That's three for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villarreal's Florist's 52nd anniversary. That's Villarreal's Florist with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and Villarreal'sFlorist.com. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Now more than ever, driving political change has enough challenges. Reaching the right voters to get elected shouldn't be one of them. Hi, I'm Rachel Adams, Regional Digital Sales Manager, and our team is here to help you reach the exact voters you need in your district or even the whole state. Contact me today at nolacumuluscares.com and let us help you get elected and make real political change for Louisiana. That's nolacumuluscares.com or call me directly at 504-432-0043. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Glad to be back on the airwaves. If you missed any of today's program, you go to the podcast. We'll be up about 15 or 20 minutes after the program ends. Anchor and all the major podcasting platforms. Special thanks to everybody back at 106.1 for getting us back on the air. Rudy back at Studio for Producing. Our fantastic sponsors, uh, again, that support this program. Please get out there and support those sponsors. Especially our restaurant tours. We're open serving food right now. Uh, and we'll do it all over again starting at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Thanks so much for being there. Stay safe, New Orleans. Until tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got it. Better do that right.